Happy Friday afternoon, podcast time. Welcome to the People at Your Service podcast, known as PAYS or P-A-Y-S, where we're honored to introduce to you, the audience, an awesome person of service. I'm your host, Steve King. I founded our company, People at Your Service, in 2016, 53 years old, and have been blessed over those years to meet incredible people of service and excited to share them with our audience each episode. Uh, each episode, we're joined live and in person here at the global headquarters of People at Your Service in Norwood, Ohio, just outside of Cincinnati uh, from our podcast studio known as Grandma's Comfy Couch Room in honor of my saint of a mother-in-law, Peg Ainge. And Jennifer, in my life, grandmas have been incredible people of service. And uh, so we just I was just always so grateful for you and all of our guests to come here to just be able to lean into the spirit of service, especially on a beautiful Friday afternoon, to have you as a new friend that is uh, here. So so welcome Thank to you. the show. Welcome to Pays here. So Thank you. It's so lovely to meet you. And yeah, we'll get into it, but I just love the concept. Uh, grandmas are important. Yeah, grandmas are important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So thank you and thanks for being here. So, um, so today on the couch, we've got Jennifer Hafner Spicer. Uh, hopefully I did that well. Yes. yes. And, and, uh, uh, Jennifer's a new friend and can't get, uh, wait to get into things as we were talking about off kind of air, we break the podcast into uh, a half dozen different kind of episodes. So we'll do an intro, we'll do a person of service or people of service, you know, that you can give a kind of a shout out to, uh, we'll do a getting to know you kind of a handful of speedy dating questions and just continue to lean in on the conversation you in 2022, then we'll roll the dice and we'll do our podcast goodbyes. Here. Great. So, that work? Yes. Thank yeah. you. Awesome. Awesome. And, and pull that up just a tad okay. to your, I just want to make yeah. sure the audience, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. So, so, so Jennifer, let me turn the microphone over to you to introduce yourself to the audience. Great. I'm Jennifer Spicer. I'm the executive director at the Cincinnati Parks Foundation. I actually just celebrated my seventh year on June the 1st. Wow. Um, we have an amazing team. There's, um, eight of us in total yeah and um, we have a board of directors there's 40 members of eclectic cool generous Cincinnatians that have dedicated their volunteer time to helping support Cincinnati parks and really grateful for the work that we're doing that's awesome that is great Mm -hmm. yeah and so tell us a little bit about yourself like where are you from what what do you do when you're not doing the parks related things well I'm a mom I'm really proud of I have a 12 year old daughter Rachel with my husband Eric we've been married for 16 years we have a little dog Winnie she's a cocker spaniel mix and um, she's our little parks mascot Oh, that's cool. That's um, awesome. I have um, three brothers. Half of my fa- came from a, an Italian family. We had a very, um, like an amazing non-on is what we called her, yeah. Italian grandmother that loved us like crazy. Oh, and, um, there you go. Well, that's good that you're on grandma's comfy right. couch then. As soon as here, I heard, so. I was like, oh, wow, that's just perfect. <laughs> 
So, and what did you call her again? We called her Nan. Nan, Nan, Nan because Nan. Uh, she's Italian. Oh, and I love it. Made Sunday dinners every every week for thirty people. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. So quite lucky, and have the you know lots oh. of family values instilled, and from her and my grandpa. Yeah. And um, three brothers. They um, each of them have a bunch of kids, and um, it's so fun being an aunt. Mm. And, um, and I'm just just grateful person. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. And and I just um, man, I, I I love so much about that the family and the 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 nan on mm-hmm. your. I mean, just making that Sunday dinner that opportunity to be together in community for thirty people, oh, right? right? And mm-hmm. and to. I'm just thinking of like Buca de Beppa or something right now, right? Like it's just big family style kind of a thing with everybody talking and trying to get a word in edgewise and just sharing and things. I mean, yeah. So true. Yeah. Where And where did you grow up? I'm on the west side of town. Okay. And so we, I live there now. We moved back yeah. after we lived in Clifton for about eight years. Yeah. And Moved back to the West and West we, Side's the best side. It's the best side. Yes. And close to my brothers <laughs> and my dad. So Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um for those that are not in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. you know, their are Cincinnati's kind of divided by I seventy five, I would right. say, right? Is that so mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a Cleveland guy originally, but so you got the east side and the west side and there's always just friendly uh rivalry and, <laughs> and talk and things and but West Siders do have the coolest kind of rhyme, you know, when you say West Side's the best side, right? I mean, that is, that is, in uh, uh, the West Side, and it's funny, we were just talking about this yesterday with a friend, and, and he was saying, like, there's not a straight road on the West Side of Cincinnati. Like, every road is this windy, crazy, like, right. am I still on the same road? I've turned like eight times, right? right? You know, so, so that's really fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's awesome. So, so you, um, were born here and have you stayed here? Like, where'd you go to school and things? Yeah, I'm a Cincinnati kid. So I went to University of Cincinnati and, um, lived in Clifton. Like I said, I worked at the, I worked, uh, I've spent my career in the nonprofit sector and always knew I wanted to help people. And so it just felt right that, you know, helping people is also helping raise dollars and advocate for different missions. So I worked for the cystic fibrosis foundation early in my career. I had, uh, awesome opportunity to work at Cincinnati Parks Foundation um, in the mid 2000s. So I was there for a couple of years. Then I had this other great opportunity to work at the Cincinnati Fire Department, which um, my grandpa Fred was a captain for Cincinnati Fire. Wow. He passed away when he was um, only 74. Wow. And, but my brothers and I were like so proud that we had a, a grandpa that was a Cincinnati firefighter. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And I'm certainly not brave enough. To yeah. do that work, and yeah. but I thought when the job came open for this position to help um, raise money and help create the Cincinnati Fire Foundation for them, wow. and, um, first spokesperson, I, you know, it was another thing. The chief was like, "Do you want to do that too?" And I'm like, "Well, yes." So, <laughs> yes, um, that was the best eight years. Totally, like if you talk about a family, that's a very like family oriented yeah. structure. They take care of each other. Um, Felt you know brother and sister firefighters. It, it is a it is a brotherhood sisterhood family. Mm-hmm. It is. I I back in my Cintas days, I had a chance. Part of what I did for a couple of years was actually selling into fire departments. Oh yeah. And so I had a chance to be around them a lot. Mm-hmm. And you, they've never met a stranger. Never. Like you just come in. There's always food. They're always cooking. They're best always meals. Yeah. I, wow. Best meals of your life. And now my little brother is a Cincinnati firefighter. Oh, He's been gosh. for a couple of years. So we're so proud of him. That is. Mm-hmm. And, and it's such a brave, like you said, too. I mean, oh, yeah. such a, 
scary, brave thing that they do, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I can't even fathom. We, we did flame-resistant clothing and turnout gear and yep. all that kind of stuff. And and to think about just uh, running into burning buildings while the rest of us are trying to run the heck out of a burning building, right, right. is just this incredible thing. Incredible. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so you've got a bunch of people of service in your life, mm-hmm. but is there one or two that you'd like to kind of give a shout out to? Oh, my goodness. Well, I... I had a great mom and dad and my dad's, uh, my mom passed away in 2009, but Mm. she was a person that uh, she was a nurse and, um, Mm. she was, I always said this, like the, just too kind for this world. Um, um, gone too soon. She passed when she was only 53, but, um, she was just like dedicated to being a good person. She had always instilled in my brothers and I, the power of positive thinking. She would buy us books and write us quotes and just always, um, remember that, um, like the famous line was, um, always be kind because you never know what someone's going through and Mm. that we're all like universally we're human beings we're going through something always and um that just to remember that and just start with being kind and in the smallest of ways that could totally change somebody's perspective or entire day or sometimes their life Mm. Mm -hmm. that's so true and my dad just a good man and loves his kids and has done you know, it just we can depend on him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Those are both good people, good mm-hmm. models, and and so my uh, father-in-law. So you're on my mother-in-law, father-in-law's mm-hmm. couch, right? My father-in-law um, would take my wife to school every day, and before she could get out the the door, you know, you get to that mm-hmm. point when you're a teenager where you're just trying to be like get out the door, yep. not, you know, have to say, I love you to dad, whatever the case is, he would always say, smile and be nice to someone. Right. Yeah, and, so and, good. and so same kind of thing. Right. I mean, just, mm-hmm. he was always encouraging her. And like, as a kid, like that great, that was like fingernails on the chalkboard. Right. right. Uh, but that today she remembers that so fondly. Definitely. Right. You know, just that kind of line that her dad would say, Every day, mm-hmm. right? And and so it sounds like your mom and sounds totally. like your parents here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, that's awesome. <laughs> so did you know, um, like when you, you're a local girl, you went to mm-hmm. a local college, you have done these great things of mm-hmm. service in your career. Did you know, like, did you feel at a young age you were going to called into kind of service and nonprofit mm-hmm. and things? I did. I think, I mean, I... I started doing like walks and fundraisers and grade school wow. and middle school. And I remember doing like the um, AVOC, the AIDS walk, um, yeah. like in the ninth and 10th grade. And so I do, I knew that I, if you, cause I have to work, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm a blessed person, but I do need to work. Sure. So yes. <laughs> what a better way than to, you know, at the, like I'm working towards the good Yeah. and that impact of like, you know, there's like, ed, there's stress in every position, but I can like, you know, tie that back to impact that I see literally. Yeah. And that's important. Mm, that's so good. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, if you're going to, if you have to work, Right. Work at doing something that is really good and meaningful mm-hmm. and helpful to people. And, and so so tell us a little bit about then your current gig mm-hmm. and the the things that you've accomplished in the you know short time that you've been there, mm-hmm. the growth that you've experienced. I had the privilege of seeing you speak about a month ago Thanks. and you shared some really cool things. Would you mind sharing just some of that? Sure. Cincinnati Parks 
is awesome. So it's the fourth best urban park system in the entire country. Yeah. So that's that, think about so, that. So that blew. <laughs> that, I mean, when you said that, mm-hmm. like I knew that they were really good. Mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, I, you know, just just here as a general casual consumer, mm-hmm. like I knew that they were really good, and and I haven't sampled all of the other ones. Right. But when you said that, I was just blown away. Yeah. And you live actually close to one, but like there's 52 or you work close to yeah. Um, yeah. Avon Woods, which is yeah. like a nature preserve. It's a beautiful facility and great hiking trails uh, connected to the CRC. But um, Cincinnati Parks is 50, uh, excuse me, 130 parks and green spaces wow. spread throughout the 52 neighborhoods of Cincinnati. And so there's a piece of, um, you know, a park or a green space within each area and um, similar to what makes Cincinnati so special is, you know, each neighborhood has their own distinctive um, historic something. And if it's Mount Echo and Lower Price Hill, that's kind of one of the finest views of the city of Cincinnati and mm. a beautiful, like, nine, um, you know, historic pavilion that used to host dances to Alt Park you know, and the beautiful cascading fountains and that beautiful pavilion. So lots of great architecture. It's a 200-year-old system. And um, the Cincinnati Parks Foundation's been um, raising funds and advocating on behalf of Cincinnati Parks since 1995. And it's just, like I said, just a dedicated group of fierce um, park lovers. Mm. And, you know, like when you think about it, and and I'm, you know, I'm a Cincinnati kid, but... When you um, have people come into town, often you'll take them to a Cincinnati park. Yeah. You want them to look at like one of the vistas and views and, yeah. and look out to our beautiful city. And we've had a lot of amazing leaders that were kind of standing on their shoulders if they had the great vision, the plans. They had um, the just like the work ethic and, you know, the ability. Um, and, and the Cincinnatians that gave generously of their property mm. and... Um, you know, these are like the, some of the spark park spaces that we, you know, have today. It's just, it's, it's a cool thing. And so, um, we raise money and we're helping with, um, improvements in the parks. Um, we decided in 2018, we were going to take on a, um, a neighborhood parks campaign because, mm. um, a lot of our work. So we've raised over a hundred million dollars for various projects in oh the 27 wow. years we've been established. 40 million was dedicated to the design and development of the uh, beautiful John G and Phyllis W. Smale Riverfront Park. And that was made possible, obviously, by Mr. Smale giving that gift to the city and um, his family, just like such lovely people that care so deeply. And Mm. that created a community space along the river that's truly for everyone. And uh, the most diverse place in Ohio is dubbed by Jason Williams at the Cincinnati Enquirer. Okay, okay. And, um, and it is, and you see that and how special that is. But then um, in 2018, we um, decided we're going to take on a neighborhood parks campaign because there's a multiple, like it's about, oh gosh, what is it now? More than $70 million worth of need in this historic system. Oh, and, wow. And by need, it's, you know, uh, restoration of trails that are eroding to replacing playgrounds, um, sidewalks, uh, just like it's endless. Wow. And so... We can't do it all. That's the thing. And so we looked at this list from them. Um, it's up provided by the park commissioners and their leadership and said, okay, of this list of 100 things, 
we can do less than 10 well, mm. tied that to our strategic plan, made sure that the projects were diverse from, you know, replacing a playground in Inwood Park to replacing trees that have been lost at Mount Storm and making sure that they were planted in the, the original um, urban planner, Adolf Strauch, parks planner, wow. um, had, had thought. So um, we did, you know, eight parks, geographically diverse, east to west, north to south, and this year, um, we'll finish um, the final two in fundraising. Well, we've finished the fundraising for our Ezra Charles project, which mm. we're going to erect a statue of Ezra Charles the Boxer at Laurel Park in October of this year. And um, we're working on this really cool project in Mount Airy Forest with Cincinnati Off-Road Alliance mm. to build a beginner skills bike course. And one of the lots that are kind of like, um, it's a vacant space that will be reopened and programmed again through this partnership. So... I'm talking a lot, but there's so much that well, we're doing. Uh, no, and, yeah. and, 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 I, and I love it, and uh, I think it's exciting. A, a beginner skills bike course, what, mm -hmm. what is that? So mountain bike course, mountain biking, is um, it's difficult. Yeah. And um, Cora came in la um, in 2019, and yeah. they were able to build um, a, a, bike, um, a mountain bike trail um, on the outskirts of Mount Airy Forest. Um, and then the thought was, but you know, we got, you got to learn how to ride a mountain bike right. and you know, the hills and like the, just like the trails. Right. And so this is um, going to create that challenge in a safe space. It's going to help um, revitalize this spot within Mount Airy Forest and, you know, create benches and a place to stay for, you know, if, you know, once you get your up and running. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. It, it is exciting, mm -hmm. and and I have mountain biked before, cool. and it and, and but not much, mm -hmm. and it's, it's super hard. I oh. mean, and you can super get hurt. Like you sure can, can, like you it's can, like trail like, running. You can get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing. I mean, mm -hmm. so it's awesome to think like I mean, you know, again, I'm 53, right? So if I want to pick up a new hobby like that, mm -hmm. I should go probably figure it out first. Yes, like exactly. I shouldn't just go right. So, mm -hmm. so that's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that's cool. a really uh, great thing. So. As we kind of transition into you in 2022 and just the things mm -hmm. that are going on, um, that was a lot, right? You just mentioned a number of like really cool things that are that are going on. Is there is there one or two like shout outs or points of need or anything mm -hmm. that you want to kind yes. of yeah yeah yeah? <laughs> well, another part of our work is activating park spaces and truly investing in programming. And one of the things that's extremely important to our board and our team is just inclusion and accessibility mm. because, because these are historic spaces, we, you know, we want to like make them ac as accessible as possible. And that takes a lot of money and time. But, um, we, we met with a doctor, Dr. Jen and at Cincinnati children's hospital, mm. uh, back in 2019. And, um, she runs this amazing program called be well. And at that point she was doing that for about a decade. And the whole point is to take children with a terminal illness um, or, you know, just all abilities, mm -hmm. but to get, um, that, you know, that individual and their parents out of the PT rooms at ch children's and out into our parks. Mm -hmm. And so she had pitched this idea and it was like, gosh, um, can't believe we've never worked together and what an awesome program. And so we piloted it. Um, that our board made an investment and of course 2020 happened which you know we don't need to talk about anymore I'm so tired <laughs> of talking about it but we like a lot of brilliant people pivot and create it like a virtual opportunities or just you know safely doing the programming outside and it's adaptive running adaptive yeah. hiking yeah. Um, yoga martial arts and um, it's award-winning 
and we've won uh, just won the governor's award at the Ohio Parks and Rec Association conference in um, February for the adaptive program that um, through Be Well with Luke Five Adventures, which is a, a, you know, accessible or adaptive hiking, and um, taking people through the woods that haven't ever had that opportunity to be like on a hike mm. or um, have lost that opportunity. And so um, you literally carry them through on these rosy chairs. Wow. So that's that's some of the things that are so cool. And then we're also, we've invested, you know, about more than $200,000 into programs like free concerts in the park and free yoga and health and wellness and meditative walks and um, that is something that's been important to us because, you know, we do a lot of programming along the riverfront, uh, because it's magnificent, but we also know the importance of taking the programming to the neighborhood. So that's why, you know, this park rating is about accessibility to your, you know, the, the closest piece of green space and being mm. able to walk to it. Mm. And so we thought, well, what better way than to, you know, have like a pop-up festival that's our face painters and a bouncy house or the CSO come to play in the middle of Laurel Park. There's th- those things that we're very, we're excited about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you... um just just listening to you, seeing you smile, mm-hmm. hearing the passion in your voice is so exciting. And, and you, we don't know each other very well, but you strike me as just a visionary. I mean, you've got this vision uh, for what you're doing, which is really exciting. And the growth that's happened as a result of that. Um, how, like, how did you... You, you didn't start off specifically with parks. You kind of evolved mm-hmm. your way into this, but how did you find your way into this role and this passion here? So. I just got lucky being exposed and mentored by so many wonderful people mm. and to this day. And it, like, you know, like I talked about our board and our team, it's like this stuff is not possible without a, a lots of people coming together, walking in the same direction and giving it everything they got. Mm. And, um, you can't like, you can accomplish a lot with good attitudes too. That's another thing where, um, you know, I, as I have a little girl and I'm always like, you know, you want to be the person that people are like, they're so happy to see you and like, you're bringing that light because it's so easy to just get, it's, it's just, it's, it's easy to be, you know? So yeah, Yeah. I'm like that. I've been exposed to some awesome people and literally standing on shoulders of like giants. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and you, and, and, um, well, first off, I really appreciate and applaud your just humility of just kind of, Hey, this is about these other people that Mm -hmm. have breathed into me. I mentioned, I heard you on Sarah Brown's podcast, which is an awesome podcast and awesome episode. (laughs) And she, and you talked about mentoring and kind of mentor groups that you're in. Mm -hmm. And and I love the positive attitude, right? My, I, the reality is you have this incredible passion around the parks, but you just have incredible passion. Like I I think you, you would be passionate and a leader in whatever capacity you chose to go into, right? Yeah. Whether it's the fire department or whether it's whatever, right? And, My heart and it, was there, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, um, I just, you know, I just love that, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think when I think of people of service and just that passion, mm-hmm. if, if you just have something that you believe in and just put your heart into it, right? Just I be passionate about couldn't it. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So can we roll the dice? Rolling them. Yes. I have favorite numbers and I'm not going to tell you Okay. Which ones. Well, let's see. <laughs> let's see what happens. Seven. Seven. Lucky number seven. So that is our most popular one because that is the most popular number for any of the Vegas gamblers that are out there. So the greatest blessing that you love to talk about. Rachel. 
my yeah, little girl. That's awesome. Yes. There you go. She's a blessing. My husband and I always say, like, she's literally one in a million. Hmm. Um, it took us a couple years um, to have, like, to, you know, have a baby. And uh, she just, it's just a, just a joy. She's very funny and um, just cool to be around and very inquisitive. So biggest blessing. Totally. That's, that is mm-hmm. awesome. So tell us a little bit about Rachel. She's 12. Did She's 12. 12. She's yeah. going to be 13 on June the 15th. Yeah, coming and, up. And um, she da- danced for the Cincinnati Ballet for a decade because we got her in like when she was Oh, my almost, gosh. Yeah, I mean, wow. almost a decade. Yeah, and she was in the Nutcracker five times. Wow. She was just the little... Um, um, the poodle, which is the prize role. And then, um, she just kind of said, you know what? I love dancing. I can still do that, but I'm, I wanted like to, I want to play sports. So now she's, um, playing softball. Wow. She's going to play tennis this summer. So it's, it's cool. That is very cool. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, um, you get to kind of really breathe into her. She's your only child. You Mm -hmm. got, you got Winnie. Did you say the dog? Yes. You got Winnie the dog (laughs) and you got Rachel. And so, do you guys have, going back to your parks thing for mm-hmm. a minute, do you have a park that's particularly special? To I, I'm sure you mm-hmm. love all of your parks. Yes, Like I you do. love all of your kids or all of your whatever, mm-hmm. you can't have favorites. But do you have a place that's kind of special for your family, for you and Rachel or just your family in general? That's or? so tough. And uh, I'm sorry. to. No, like, that's I, okay because it's like picking your favorite child. Right, right, right? yeah, um, right. I think I kind of go through phases depending on the season and um, French Park is, I love French Park. And when I worked at the Parks Foundation the first time, we had a generous um, man um, who's no longer here, but um, he gave a beautiful gift of Mm. a gazebo to his late wife. And Eric and I actually had our wedding pictures taken there because it was newly developed. And it's actually some of my favorite hiking trails because there's a creek that runs through it. Yeah. And it's also like not terribly strenuous because sometimes, I mean, I love hiking, but yeah. when it's, when it's like a, it's a difficult hike, sure. it's sometimes not fun for a while. Yeah. And yeah. So French park, but I love Eden park and Mount echo and mm. rapid run has a really cool lake in wood park. We just like the best, most, um, it's fully inclusive and accessible playground that just, um, is dedicated last year through PNC's generous gift to us and yeah. Cincinnati parks. So, um, yeah, I mean, th- please check out our website yeah. and look at all the things. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So are there any, we've got some rock climbers here yes. within the people at your service team. Cool. Are there any parks with rock climbing? Well, there's, um, the reservoir wall okay. at Eden park, okay. which is like right in Tom Jones commons, this generous gift from this generous man, um, to, it was the development of the lower reservoir area and there's that wall. And mm. so, um, I don't know if it's, you don't have to get a permit. It's, um, okay. enter at your own risk and you do what you want, sure, but like sure. there's the, like, at, like avid climbers there. Wow. No, oh, that's so That's awesome. a fun sport. I, I dabble in it. Our creative directors, like an ama- she's amazing. Yeah. And so my, my little girl and I will go and like climb with her at like, you know, an indoor gym. Wow. Mm-hmm. We, we have, um, leaned into the analogy we do cold outreach mm-hmm. as, as I talked about uh, off air and we've leaned into the analogy of rock climbing because when we're doing cold outreach which is hard it's a real grind right you've sold sure. before we've talked about that right <laughs> I sold and, newspapers yes you sold newspapers <laughs> and you sell I mean when you're raising money you're right. selling right you handle rejection mm-hmm. and you handle objections and you handle just all sorts of things mm-hmm. and, and and we use the analogy of like it's like climbing a rock wall, right? right? You're just trying to hold on. At times, mm-hmm. you're just trying to hold on and weather that first 
objection. Mm-hmm. You know, that objection for you might be, uh, I'm giving to something else. My money's already spoken right. for, uh, whatever. I don't know. It could be any one of it. And so you're kind of holding on. You got to withstand that. Mm-hmm. You, you are probably a hard person to say no to. I would imagine you have a lot of success <laughs> when you're fundraising, but, but we use that analogy a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's fun that we've got people that are rock climbers because mm-hmm. we just, again, it, it, it's just a, mm-hmm. is a good kind of analogy for sales and kind of what mm-hmm. we're trying to do here. So perseverance, perseverance. Right. Yeah. Attitude. I mean, it's a so lot of true. it too, right? Just positivity mm-hmm. that whether you think you can or think you can't, you're mm-hmm. right, right? I mean, if you think right. you can climb that wall, you can climb it. Mm-hmm. And so we talk a lot about about those things as well. Mm-hmm. So so analogy. if people um, want to, you talked about the website, of mm-hmm. course, right? So what's the best way to, to learn? Give another kind of shout out for that. And what's the best way to connect with you? If people want to connect yeah. with you, how do we best do that? Come to the website. So CincinnatiParksFoundation.org. We're yeah. also on um, all me- you know social media platforms. We have a great LinkedIn page. We have um, Cincy Parks Foundation on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook um, and find me there. And I would just encourage, I mean, we have wonderful volunteer opportunities. The Cincinnati Park Board does an amazing job. There's lots of things to do that um, they have a great coordinator, Crystal, um, that manages it. We also have, you know, litter's been a problem. So we have an obliterators. Um, once oh, a month, wow. we're getting out and around parks and removing, we, we just removed 65 bags of litter from oh a quarter gosh. mile wow. of outside of Mount Airy Forest. So um, those are ways to engage. Um, you can also volunteer and be, you know, help us um, carry people through the woods wow. um, with our, oh, you know, cool. everybody in Cincinnati Parks program. So come check us out. Um, love to take you on a hike or a coffee. And um, uh, so Steve, good. I think we'll be long friends. I, I think mm-hmm. we'll be long friends too. <laughs> can I ask you one last question? Like sure. I, I'm a competitive person. You may or may not Me be too. a competitive person. <laughs> you are. Okay. Yeah. Because you, well, you talked about number four, which is awesome. I mean, like number four is awesome mm-hmm. do you aspire to be number one i mean is there like well, a... though everyone in parks does of course yeah. and there's a lot of pressure though with the top numbers because um you know those numbers will dip mm. and um but and then that doesn't mean that we're any less better yeah, and sure. there's just um i gotta give a shout out to the amazing like this the team at cincinnati parks that are like physically out there like maintaining these spaces and you know every sector of business is um experiencing like difficulty and like making sure that you can staff up and like truly take care of everything you've got. And I just think that these are like brilliant people from florists, horticulturalists, urban plant, urban forestry, um, you know, it it just, it goes on and on from administration down and up. Um, so, but I just, it, it takes everybody. So you can find out what we do. Wow. Come join us. Jennifer, thank you so much thank for you. for being on, for sharing, for sharing your passion, for sharing your smile, and just the smile that's in your voice. I think that people hear when you're talking about what you do, which is really awesome. Thank so, you. I yeah. appreciate being here. Yeah. Take care. Thanks. <laughs>